Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Wait, I have a question. How do they do that? Was that how it was all supposed to work? Okay, but why? In this podcast... I ask the questions, you get the answers. I'm Abby Eden. This is Abby Asks. Hey guys, I'm Fox 4's Abby Eden, and this is my second podcast. I'll be exploring all things that interest me. It's going to be a random sampling of serious news, fun topics, and more importantly, we're answering questions that bug me. Today's question (laughs) that bugs me, what is a social media influencer? How can you make a living? Is this a real job? So far, from what I understand... Yes, you can make a living. Yes, it's a real job. And so I invited Kasim Hardaway. He is a Kansas City social media influencer. He is a marketing guru. If you follow him on Instagram, you're going to see that he covers everything from food, travel, lots of pretty views as well. Um, Kasim does all things Kansas City, um, mainly food. He was just named Best Kansas City Instagram by the Pitch KC. He has more than 34,000 followers on Instagram alone. So welcome, Kasim Hardaway. Woo! <laughs> I feel so special now. I'm like, oh my god! Well, you're all the accolades, all of them. Yeah, you have a really impressive resume, and you. um, your job is something that I don't think a lot of people understand, myself included. Um, it's it fascinates me, frankly. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Yeah, it's complicated. Uh, like you said, I do a lot. Um, and to kind of to start off with everything as a social media influencer work. So partnering with brands that are in Kansas City, but also have national presence to kind of insert their messaging, their product or their business into my audience and market to them. Um, but like you said, I do um, do a lot of marketing. I have a marketing agency, TKG. Um, we do a lot of influencer marketing, social media uh, marketing, and those types of things. And then I also do a lot of food styling recipe development as well. Wow. Yeah. But your background is interesting. I just found this out about you. What was your degree in from college? My degree was in engineering and environmental science. (laughs) So how did this whole thing come about? So... Um, it, I've always had a love for food. Mm-hmm. One, I've always been very entrepreneurial growing up. I always tried to start businesses, make believe businesses. Um, so it was always something that was in the back of my mind, but I had parents who wanted me to be a doctor, lawyer, or an engineer. So I kind of filled those shoes. But after about two years in the industry, I was like, I can't do this. I hate it. Quit my job, traveled in Brazil for a while and came back and said, I want to start a food blog. So that's kind of <laughs> where it started. Um, and whenever I started my food blog, I also got into marketing, mm-hmm. really started on Craigslist with dead-end jobs that paid me like eight bucks an hour to get Seriously? my feet wet. Seriously? I did everything for eight bucks an hour. Um, but it really allowed me to better understand paid ad strategy, organic strategy, Twitter, Facebook, all the things mm-hmm. um, with um, – I guess, sort of a low commitment Mm -hmm. thing. So really got my feet wet, 
Um, for about six months, I did that. And then I got my first food styling and recipe development job, which was with NOM, N-O-M. Okay. So it was supposed to be like the YouTube of food. It oh. was started by um, one of the co-founders of YouTube, Steve Cochin, and a Google exec. And we did sort of like those tasty videos. We did live videos. So if you wanted to make a recipe with me, you could do that. Um, and that really was when I said I want to do more work like this. Um, so I just kept intentionally trying to grow my Instagram account. Um, and that's when local PR agencies started to reach out to me for tastings and events. And then I was like, okay, maybe this is something I can actually put effort in and make it viable for my income and for my lifestyle. So kind of that's where the story started. So from start to now, how long has passed? It's only been like two and a half years. So not that long. No kidding. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. And when you say local PR companies were reaching out to you, asking you to come to their events, what Mm -hmm. do they expect of you when you go? So it's really, um, hey, we have this restaurant that's opening uh, next Thursday. Would you like to come out? Um, I would come out, free food, swag, and just do social coverage. So a very low ask it's just the expectation of helping them get the word out about the restaurant. <laughs> so you post a few pictures and videos. Yeah. You get free food. Full belly. Nice. Happy, a few drinks. Yeah. So, yeah. And perhaps some swag to boot. Yeah, exactly. A gift card um, or something I can make at home. So it's always a really, really, really good beneficial relationship. Okay. So that's the glamorous side. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about the less glamorous side what is it what's your daily life like Uh, um (laughs) so I'm just I'm not at the point where I should be thinking about my content everything really strategically Mm -hmm. so I usually find myself doing a lot of last minute posts Mm -hmm. um I'll get into kind of ebbs and flows of where I'll plan out content for like two weeks and those two weeks will be up and I'm like stressed out (laughs) just because As you know, Instagram has an algorithm. Every social media platform has an algorithm. And you have to kind of steadily put out good content that's being received well to kind of keep growing and I guess remain at the top of the chain, if that makes sense. So my everyday life can sometimes be very busy having to deal with that and all the other stuff I mentioned. So it's always super hectic. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a a full-time job for you? So I would say my influencer work takes up about 65 to 70% of what I do at this point in time. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about um, how you got followers. How did people start noticing you? So that's a great question. I mean, there were a lot of things on the front end that you could see and a lot of things on the back end that you can't see. I think on the front end, um, really just putting out content that people could, um, I guess, engage with. Mm-hmm. So whenever I was doing recipes, I would try to make them seasonal. Um, so if a holiday is coming up, I'm talking about something that could apply to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of restaurants I would go to, always trying to be at the new opening, always trying to go to that kind of different place that someone probably doesn't mention. So really, in an organic way, just creating content people want to see and engage with. But on the back end, I mean, whenever I first started, it's the engagement that takes a long time. I would just scroll through Instagram feeds, commenting 
on people's photos, liking people's photos. Um, and I always describe this as like social networking. Sure. So think about it like we're in this digital space and you're trying to make friends. And so I'd be like, <laughs> hey, I really like this photo. And people would be like, oh, I love your account. I'm going to follow you. And so it was a lot of hours of that a day whenever I first started. I mean, I would do that for five, four or five hours a day. Really? Yeah, really. And to the outside world, people are like, uh, big deal, my teenager's on Instagram five hours a day. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, like I said, it was just a lot of just getting my account name out there and kind of engaging with people and starting conversations. Strategically. Strategically, yeah. So definitely targeting people based on where they are, what they're posting about. So our interests align, our locations align, because I really have always strived to create a community of Kansas Cityans Mm -hmm. or Midwesterners, if I'm going to go a little bit bigger, but really a local community of people that can actually engage with me and find things that I post about to be relevant to their lives. And what comes first, the followers or the advertisers? Because at some point, you got to get paid. How do you you get paid? So that's the thing. So it's definitely the followers. Mm -hmm. Um, I think just generally speaking, because there's always different types of situations. Um, I won't say there's a specific number to get to, but I did take this little nugget of gold from one of the social media conferences I went to. Um, It was on influencer marketing. They basically said, if you want to be an influencer, make yourself so big that you're, you're noticed. Okay. Um, so really just grow yourself in your own niche mm-hmm. and make yourself big enough to be noticed. And that's when the advertisers will come. Wow. And who, uh, Nam was your first like job regarding mm-hmm. food. Who was the first major advertiser that really was a game changer for you? Whole Foods, definitely. Um, Whole Foods was like my first big one. And the one I was just like, oh, my God, Whole Foods just reached out to me. And it was really cool because they allowed me to do a lot more than the influencer work. And I think we're get, we're getting into this age where, yes, we have influencers that kind of influence the digital space. They consume or take up but there's also a lot of stuff happening in the physical you know with events and marketing and stuff like that so whole foods allowed me to do really cool events and recipes and also post about things but it wasn't just that you know i'm here at whole foods at whole foods hashtag ad it was more (laughs) of the fun and cool creative stuff as well Okay, so more food styling, more... Yeah, food styling. We did a few like live Facebook videos cool. of how to entertain for New Year's and Christmas. I did like events and like appearances. So it was just like really cool. And again, my first real partner who said, hey, we're going to pay you X to do these things. What can we do? That's amazing. Yeah. That's a big... I mean, that is a big game changer, Whole Foods. Yeah, I know. I called, I called every one of my family. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So it was a really exciting time for me. That is really, really cool. And and uh, uh, right now, how many advertisers do you say that you have, that you do work for in some regard be, with your social media? So it's a lot of them are seasonal. Okay. Um, I don't have many that are just the consistent throughout the entire year, mm-hmm. but it would be like, you know, these holidays are coming up. We want you to do an activation for each holiday. I would say every Every month, I have at least three, but I definitely have no more than like five or six. Okay. I prefer to even go lower than that. And so what I'm striving to do and how my brand is changing is really position myself with one brand for one point in time and get really immersed in that brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I noticed one thing that you do on your social media account is you have some things that seem very organic, like, hey, I'm Cossum and I'm out and I grabbed an ice cream cone. (laughs) But then you also have some things that are very um, blatantly like 
this is the work I did with, mm-hmm. I know you work with Price Chopper mm-hmm. um, currently for, for some things. And so is that intentional or is that just you being you and people responding to so that? So it's a mix, actually. So it's, I like to be very clear when I'm mm-hmm. working with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only work with brands that I really am passionate about and really would say, hey, like, check out this brand because I go shop at Price Shopper. Right. Um, but I don't ever want there to be any ambiguity when someone's paying me or something is sponsored. And I think that transparency is key when you're being an influencer so that your audience does know that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. What what sorts of posts get the most feedback for you? What are the most interesting things? Um, in a broad sense, nighttime posts. It's really? weird. Like, I just imagine everyone in Kansas City being in their bed at 7 o'clock being like, oh, what's going on Instagram? Because <laughs> literally my engagement for the past three days, which have all been around the same time, like uh-huh. a 7 o'clock p.m. post, have skyrocketed like thousands of likes and hundreds of comments. And I'm like, okay, everyone, let's just have a big sleepover apparently. Yeah, because you know? no, that's my only <laughs> free time of the day. Otherwise, it's, it's like kid husband dog dishes and at seven o'clock i'm in bed and i'm like okay what's going on yeah, on social media what everyone else is yeah. doing i used to try the lunchtime thing i used to try the midday thing i used to try to post-work thing but it's nighttime um but in terms of the type of content i think it just ranges what i definitely can say is that anything that has to do with kansas city in terms of imagery does really well i did a um giveaway with the kansas city box are you familiar with them no um so it's a box of local locally made kansas city goods it's Uh, a really cool. cool company great for holiday gifts um But I posted that, and this was maybe last holiday season, Mm -hmm. so I didn't have as many followers as I had now. And it was over, like, 1,500 entries for the giveaway. Wow. So 1,500 comments and I think, like, 2,000 likes, and it was just crazy. I recently posted a mural of Kansas City, and it was just a a cup of coffee, and the caption was lame. It was just, like, wear gloves today because it's really cold, Uh and it had 1,000 likes on it. So I'm just, like, people really love Kansas City. You know, the people that are here really, really, really love Kansas City. True. I mean, obviously. We're all all super stoked about it. Um, So I'll ask, what is your goal what is what's next for you is this is this where you are going to stay for a while or do you have aspirations of um i don't know maybe even having your own show one day or something you know i mean who knows (laughs) it's really crazy because even in a six month time frame i'm doing things that i was not thinking about six months ago um but i think if i had to just spitball and say what's on the top of my mind I definitely want to grow my influencer platform. So Mm -hmm. not just be this Instagrammer. I want to be on Facebook and Pinterest and reinvigorate my blog and really expand what I'm doing. I really love talking about Kansas City food, but there's so much other stuff here and everywhere else. So really expanding that brand, but definitely creating more of a wholesome influencer identity for myself. Okay. Uh, And that's amazing. And not a lot of people get to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is it about you that keeps people coming back <laughs> and telling people like, hey, you should follow this guy? You know, what What do you think that is? I don't know. <laughs> um, I, what I will say, what I try to 
what I try to be is very genuine and authentic. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if I'm doing something that's not authentic, like an ad or a sponsored post, I try to make it very obvious. But if you if you follow me on Instagram, you probably are seeing the real me. It's not mm -hmm. like I'm trying to portray the specific image for my Instagram. So I think maybe that could be it. Um, it's very much the same costume you would see if you met me in the street. It's the same. It's true. I follow you and I know you outside of Instagram mm -hmm. in the real life universe. It's the same costume. IRL, right? That's what IRL. kids say. I know you IRL. You are the same person. Well, we're so young and hip. <laughs> I'm working on it. So um, how can other people get started? What advice do you have to someone who's really interested in making this a career as well? So I think the biggest nugget, and this is like the secret that I don't tell most people, but it's like if you can niche yourself well enough mm -hmm. because the influencer space is already at capacity. Mm -hmm. There's so many influencers. So even when people reach out to me at my size, I'm surprised because I'm like, why didn't you reach out to her? Mm -hmm. But if you can niche yourself in a very beneficial and relevant kind of subsect of an industry, you do great. Like someone that comes to mind, um, Casey Cheeses. I don't know if you follow her. No. But she's a great account to follow because all she talks about is cheese. And it's like weird, but it's also like genius because yeah. that's sort of her brand like you can go to her account and learn all about cheese cheese in kansas city cheese that's coming from wisconsin and kansas city cheese everywhere um so <sighs> stuff like that is really cool because i think as this in age of influencers grows people like that will really be the new powerhouses people that are so niched out that you can say oh all of their followers are really interested in cheese because that's all they talk about this fascinates me. And I have a feeling if anyone's listening who's maybe my age or older, they're thinking, this is Looney Tunes. This, this, <laughs> this is a job. This is a, do you get that reaction a lot? Yeah, I do. But then I guess I'm more of the era that I'm like, this, it's like, it seems very beneficial and valuable to a company, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll use Casey cheeses again, but it's like, if I had a cheese company and I wanted to think about how to diversify my marketing tactics, mm -hmm. I would want to partner with an influencer who could really reach my consumers mm -hmm. and who better than, you know, someone who's just talking about cheese. And for the example of me, you know, I just talk about Kansas City. So it's like if I have this national brand and I want to work with influencers, working with someone who's very Kansas City centric is the perfect start. So right. to me, it's it just shows a lot of value by being very specific to a specific niche. I think that's really good advice. Find mm. your niche and Find stick it. with it. Yeah. Yeah. And don't be dissuaded. That's what I used to do. That's uh -huh. another big piece of um, goal to take away from this. Don't look at other people's accounts who have 100,000 followers, who have 200,000 followers, who are taking photos that are perfect, whose grid looks perfect. My grid looks like crap. <laughs> um, that's not what it's about. It's really about creating a brand identity that people can get behind because everyone is unique uh -huh. um, and just kind of sticking to it and not getting dissuaded just because there are other people bigger than you making bigger deals. And eventually... I mean, this is, do you see yourself 10 years from now continuing to be a social media influencer? So that's a great question. And it's loaded because um, the thing, the, the bad thing about social media is that none of us own it mm -hmm. and Instagram could go away like this. So when I think about the next six months, the next year, one, one of the things I want to do is start to create a, my community off of social media sure. through, you know, email subscribers and all of those things, because in that sense, I can have that 
continuity mm -hmm. if anything were to happen. But I do still see myself doing what I'm doing, but it might be in a different capacity. How do your parents feel about your job now? Oh, they love it. They okay, love cool. when they Good. get free food. Like my mom, I worked with Kansas Beef a while ago and they gave me so many steaks. Like I would say at least 30 steaks. I'm Whoa. My mom was like, oh, I love this. You should work with them all the time. <laughs> So they've come around. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely have. All right. One more time. Tell people where they can find you. So you can follow me on Instagram at Kasim, K-A-S-I-M, J Hardaway, H-A-R-D-A-W-A-Y. And I'm also on Facebook and Twitter at Kasim J Hardaway as well. Awesome, Kasim. Awesome, thanks so awesome. much for yeah. joining us. And uh, thanks for joining our podcast, guys, and our Facebook Live and our awesome. Instagram Live. And... We're influencing all the platforms today. <laughs> so thank you guys so much.